everyone good rising i hope you're all having a beautiful start to your day today we are going to have the privilege to dive into how to develop a growth mindset so let's dive right in a growth mindset is such a vital tool in becoming our best self the ability to consistently learn willingly is something you could and should think most people would be trying to pursue but many people tend to get fixated on one way of thinking or how they're seeing life around them. This issue hinders so many people's potentials because they're only doing what they were taught or conditioned to do. Many people, honestly, don't know any better. Therefore, we have to guide each other just to see and have an uplift, uplifting perspective to having a better way of our mindset. Having a coach or a mentor is very priceless in ensuring a smooth learning curve and consistent positive growth. Having an outside view and opinion can also enlighten your perspectives in ways you never thought of. Now, having a certified and experienced individual in this field is definitely going to decrease wasted time and effort. And that's why we have coaches in any aspect because they can give us the tools, the tips, the techniques, and the knowledge and experience to have a shortcut to success. An individual who can see any person, experience, or failure as a learning opportunity is definitely going to grow. Living with this mindset allows for higher efficiency and success in any endeavors. No matter if it's health or business, any avenue will become brighter and smoother with a growth mindset. The reason is due to better open-minded thinking and an increased self-awareness. Those two traits create butterfly effects that positively affect aspects such as relationships, work, business, health, our routine, and consistency. As well, this allows for smarter improvements and quicker adjustments along the road. The more we learn, the more we can apply. Keep that glass half full because if we know that we never actually know, you're going to keep pursuing to just know more and just keep being in tune with learning every day. The more we are open to learning, the higher you go. We will never know everything, and nor should we. But consistently staying hungry for new knowledge in the process will ensure steady forward progress on the journey. So I'm going to give you guys 27 effective ways to build this growth mindset. And number one, is acknowledge and embrace imperfections. Hiding away from any shortcomings implies you'll never defeat them. No matter what society or others think is perfect or best, we have our flaws and should embrace them, really. Our differences make us unique, and for each flaw is some type of real beauty. Looks will fade, and time and effort eventually improve our desired skills anyways. But character and mindset will stand to the end of days. Depending on what you call a flaw, it may be something you can improve on or change with hard work and diligence. If you are willing to stay consistent and keep growing, you're only going to keep moving forward. True beauty is on the inside. The cover of a book can be very deceiving. So embrace those imperfections. Be unique, be yourself, but also see it with an objective view of how you can use those imperfections to work harder and be a little better today and a little better tomorrow. Now, number two, view challenges as opportunities. 
Having a development outlook implies savoring openings for personal growth. Become familiar with how to flop well. We need challenges in our life to push us out of our comfort zone and force us to adopt and improve. If everything were easy, it would feel as probably not gratifying as if it were you know, a challenge and it took a lot of effort and then you see what the hard work paid off to. Would the pursuit of success be worth the end result? Challenges and hardships are what reveals our character. Sometimes we can look back and see how thankful we are for those tough times. That strengthened and mental toughness that is created is what is all about tenacity. So have the ability to see the challenges and opportunities as the opportunity to grow and come out of our comfort zone. Because if we're not growing, then we're never going to be flowing. And we have to take the time to put ourselves in uncomfortable situations and learn how to become comfortable. Number three, attempt different learning strategies. There's no one-size-fits-all model for learning. What works for one individual may not work for you. Find out about learning techniques that suit your style and nature and see that everyone can learn whatever they want if they realize the best approach for their mind. Not everyone picks it up on the first go, and some people need repetition to get the hang of it. But knowing what learning style is best for you will help you succeed more often and enjoy the learning curves of new things. So really figure out, you know, are you a kinesthetic learner? Are you a visual learner? Are you an audio learner? Using that approach to know what works best for you is going to make it more effective and efficient when you are trying to learn new strategies. Take the time to know yourself so that you can keep moving forward with intelligence and focus to the little details that make you who you are. Now, number four, follow the exploration of mind versatility. The brain isn't fixed. The psyche shouldn't be either. A fixed brain would never be able to function on the level that it does. And we would surely stop functioning completely if that were the case. So why would our mindset want to be fixed? Do we really know anything? Or is it just from conditioning in our environment and all the school textbooks that we've had, plus some life experiences and a couple mentors? No matter where the information comes from, there can always be a situation that doesn't follow exactly suit. So if we stay versatile, we give ourselves a chance to be more adaptable for whatever comes our way. So we got to stay versatile. We want to be able to explore and just be open to staying with an optimistic mindset and getting away from maybe pessimism or anything that's going to keep us in a fixed, rigid focus. Got to be open, got to be willing to flow. Number five, replace the word failing with the word learning. At the point when you commit an error or miss the mark concerning an objective, you haven't failed, you just learned. Remember, failing stands for first attempt in learning. This learning curve gives you the opportunity to adjust and try again. It's very easy to get discouraged from failure, but it's unrealistic if you believe things will come on the first go. Instant gratification is unfortunately a big issue in society. See the beauty in the process and enjoy the journey. The most successful people have actually failed more times than most people are even willing to attempt. Keep trying, keep learning, and keep taking one step forward. In order to grow, you have to make mistakes, make an adjustment, and then from there, do it again. If you look at anyone we actually admire, 
they never started at that success point. Michael Jordan was cut from his own basketball team in high school. He then became what we call the GOAT for some people's opinions because he kept working at it, but then he had the mindset that he belonged there. Number six, stop seeking approval. At the point when you focus on endorsement or overlearning, you hinder your own potential for development. Needing outside approval is an extrinsic style of motivation. A growth mindset is intrinsic and fueled by deep self-awareness and desires. As we progress through life, our circle of friends tends to shrink, and those people you may be looking for approval from won't even be there anymore. Does that mean give up? Of course not. Does it mean sulk when someone doesn't like you? Definitely not. But it means a shift of motivation needs to occur. We can see nowadays on social media, it's all about likes and people's self-esteem is governed by others' approvals of their posts. If you're posting for the right reason, it won't matter if it's one or a million likes. Both should give you the same level of gratification. It just all depends on your mindset. So all you need is that intrinsic motivation and nothing from an external source. Now, number seven, value the process over the end result. Smart individuals appreciate the learning interaction and wouldn't fret when it proceeds past the normal time period. Sometimes it takes longer than we expected to reach a goal, but persistence and hard efforts will create the desired outcome. We tend to be so focused on the results that we forget to enjoy the moments that create it. Would the gratification feel the same if it all happened overnight? Definitely not. Because the investment of time and effort wouldn't be the same, nor would you learn how you got there. For example, many dream of winning the lottery and have spent the money before they even won it. So appreciate the process and embrace the journey. Thinking point A to point B will be a very fast and boring life. Enjoy the little things because they make the bigger picture. And if you just got to the destination and imagine that was the end of your time, would you not want to go back and slow down that whole journey to appreciate where you got to? As well, it makes you have gratitude of how much effort it takes to create something great or else everyone would be having the same thing and nothing would be separating you from someone else. So your work ethic and your time put into the process is what makes you stand above others. And it's not about being above, it's about showing those who are willing to put the time and the effort in deserve that destination. Number eight, develop a feeling of direction. A development mentality creates a more prominent feeling of direction. When we set out on a path that leads us to our goals or desires, we feel as if the road is being paved as we walk it. But if we have no sense of direction, it feels as if we were actually in this jungle, chopping in any direction and hoping it leads to the promised land. Imagine you're just in an in a open jungle and you got a machete in your hand and you're just chopping in any direction, having no clue where to go. It would feel pretty mindless. Think of creating a mindset that has bumper rails that no matter if you veer off the road, it will always steer you back on course. Having this mentality creates reassurance for reaching the end result. If not, then setbacks and human nature will eventually make it very hard to stay in action phase and feel motiva motivated that you're still moving forward. Imagine going in the woods without that compass, without vast knowledge of wilderness survival, you'll probably end up lost. So find what creates your mindset compass and ensure you never get lost.
Number nine, celebrate growth with others. In the event that you really like development, you'll need to convey your advancement to other people. Having a support team that celebrates your growth is amazing. This is not about boasting or showing off, but sharing the little wins with those close friends or family and feeling good that others are supportive and happy for your growth. Our motivation needs to be intrinsic, but a little boost never hurt. And having the ability to have those around you that align with your values, your goals, and want to see you succeed is what's going to help you get there. Your vibe is your tribe, and who you keep in your tribe is going to be a big factor on which direction and how successful you're going. People get too caught up in people they've known their life or family around them, and unfortunately they're toxic or hindering their overall potential. You sometimes have to let go of those relationships to really blossom into the beautiful flower you can become. So keep the ones around you that are going to get you to where you need to be, and as well, celebrate the little wins along the way, and before you know it, you'll have that big time where you can enjoy all the hard work paying off. Number 10, highlight growth over speed. Catching on quickly isn't equivalent to learning great. And learning admirably, in some cases, requires permitting time for hiccups. Development is a process and can't be rushed. The value of quality over quantity goes a long way. Practice makes permanent, not perfect. So if you overstep the importance of efficient development, then you'll be lacking in your potential for better results. The tortoise beat the hare. Why? Because the tortoise calculated its routes and planned its correct path before choosing it. On the other hand, the speedy hare ran in all directions trying to be fast, only to be forced to turn around numerous times and backtrack. Because it took rash decisions. It may take one 10, 20 years to achieve greatness of whatever scope you're trying to be in. But it all depends on how willing you are to achieve greatness. So actually taking a slower step with a more calculated approach with quality over quantity is going to have much more effect on your desired outcome than just trying to do so much and really not being productive. And I call this eating soup with a fork. You're staying very busy, but you're getting nowhere. So slow down, and then before you know it, you're holding the whole bowl, and you're just taking a nice big swig. So take it with some, some thought, and just slow down and be more calculated on your approach. Number 11, reward activities, not characteristics. Tell someone when they're accomplishing something intelligent, not simply being brilliant. We tend to commend people for their characteristics instead of the amazing feats they accomplish. Praising others for what they do is much more important than boosting their ego about a skill or trait. Let them use it and make the most of it. Praise should be a reward of action, not personality. An issue in society is people are being praised for their characteristics before really ever using it. This is a sure way to set people up for anxiety of success and depression from failure. So when someone does something great, let them know. Give them that compliment. But just because they're very intelligent or they're very you know, good looking or patient or whatever the characteristic they have, if you praise them for it and they don't ever use it, 
sometimes it's actually going to set them up for failure more than success. So just be mindful of how you're using that approach. Now, number 12, redefine genius. Being a genius requires difficult work, not just ability alone. Hard work beats talent when talent doesn't work hard. I always heard that in my sports career, and it is so true. I know a lot of guys that are very talented and never made it to the big leagues, but the ones who worked hard and stayed consistent with it, when they had some of the talent, they are on TV nowadays, and I get to say, hey, I know that guy from hard work, not just his talent. Geniuses are individuals who dedicated an ample amount of time to a subject or skill. It takes 10,000 hours or reps to be anywhere near mastering something. If you look at any master of their field, they definitely had mentors, setbacks, failures, and had a long time of diligent routine and consistency. They create a solid foundation that allows them to keep growing exponentially. If you try to get ahead of yourself, then eventually the load is too much to bear and it all eventually will collapse. This will set anyone up for a huge setback that they may be very hard to bounce back from. Respect the word genius and know it won't come easy, nor should it. And this is why that title needs to be not thrown around at just anyone. Look at the people who are doing the right skills and traits, the time and effort they're putting into it to develop that understanding of a genius. Number 13, portray criticism as positive. You don't need to overthink the term. Useful analysis, however, you do need to trust in that idea. Having quantitative measurements and uh, analytics helps make smooth adjustments and create better efficiency and effectiveness in whatever you're striving for. Journaling and tracking information is very helpful in ensuring forward development. However, overanalyzing, like anything, too much of anything's good for nothing, can hinder our possibilities because it becomes suffocating as it creates a paralysis by analysis. Something I used to do when I was a little bit, you know, going through my journey, I'd want to oversay, overdo, and it just actually made me stuck in the spot. And even in sports, if we overanalyze, we get paralyzed. Overthinking or too much of anything is good for nothing. Yet a good balance of analytics and a real life feel, the practicality of it, the experience of it, blends well together to create a perfect harmony. We have the opportunity to see so much with technology and new, new tools, so use them wisely and with a grain of salt. Understand that criticism is supposed to be constructive, so just use it as a way to make corrections and actually take that word even criticism out of our mind. Just think of it as a positive way to move forward and get better. Number 14, disassociate improvement from failure. Quit expecting that opportunity to get better converts into disappointment. We always have room for improvement, but that shouldn't lead us to being upset with ourselves just because we need to improve. Like we're not there yet. I'm so upset with myself. I need to get there. That is the point of the journey. You're smelling the roses along the way and you're appreciating seeing that first seed that you put in the ground and then it sets the roots and it comes up and maybe you plant a tree that has fruit. In the first year, you might not even bear any fruit. Does that mean the tree's bad? The tree's not good? No, that means you need to give it time to blossom. Before you know it, it's going to be abundance of fruit dropping off and you're going to be trying to give it away to everyone. <laughs> Disappointment should only happen if you completely stop striving to be better and have become stagnant or plateaued. So getting procrastinated. 
Every day, something new can happen that changes the way we live or think. New tools, technology, books, and so forth. They're always coming out all the time. If we thought every time we bought something new and improved, it was a disappointment for the last item, then they would have nothing to be trying to improve upon. See yourself as an app that's just consistently needing updates. Nothing to be upset about. You just necessarily need that time for more efficiency and to get some of those bugs out. So we're just always updating. It's not about, oh, we're not where we need to be or we're comparing ourselves to someone else. Just try to make those small adjustments every day and it's going to keep you in a positive mindset and a positive perspective. 15. Provide regular opportunities for reflection. Reflection allows us to step back and analyze if we took the best steps or could have handled a situation better. Self-reflection is a necessity of a growth mindset. Without it, we won't see the importance of making those adjustments or having those small wins that we really needed to see. Reflection doesn't have to only be for improvement, but for a pat on the back as well when you did a good job. Reflection is a skill that if used properly will ensure forward progress as it allows for reality checks on a daily basis. No matter what the issue is, keen self-reflection will create a roadmap to figuring out the next step. This freedom of detaching from our past objectively will create a heightened self-awareness that guides us to stay even keel and on the constant pursuit for betterment. So reflection doesn't need to be always negative or positive. It's just about reflecting to see the objective view of it and how does it move us forward. 16, criticism can be positive. Remember that. Constructive criticism is a loose term used to acknowledge information we need to hear. And this is always for the better. Having an outside opinion gives you feedback that might not be the answer you're looking for, but it can be very helpful in knowing what adjustments you need to make in order to create the better results. No matter if it's from your parents, a boss, coaches, or friends, if you take it the right way, then you'll always be growing and not taking everything to heart. Some of the best athletes, entrepreneurs, CEOs, have been criticized for the better, and in return, they made changes that uplifted their performance. Would you rather hear something a bit unpleasant, but will help you in the long run to get to that goal you're trying to achieve? Or would you rather people just tell you everything is fine, they fluff you up, and you're actually far from reaching your potential? Criticism is about perspective. If we see it the right way, it will be very beneficial. Something I used to always tell myself is don't let success go to my head and don't let failure go to my heart. So having some criticism can keep people in check and keep you on the right path because everyone deserves to reach that potential and having a little bit of constructive criticism is all about perspective. 17, see the connection among learning and brain training. The mind resembles a, a muscle and it really is. It needs to be worked out just like the physical body. So we need to consistently work on our brain with puzzles, games, challenges, and activities that stimulate brain development. If we see the importance of preparation and training in other aspects, we should definitely be working on our mind. Having sharp problem-solving skills or lightning memory is all helpful in tackling your daily routine to create more success in whatever goals you're striving for. For example, if you want to squat, say 225 pounds, that's two plates on each side, but you've never done it before, depending on your strength, 
you may muscle your way through it and you possibly could strain yourself. The same applies for your mind. If you've never done something and then you just jump into an advanced level of progression, potentially you're setting yourself up for failure. Start slow and work your way up. Know your capacities and don't watch other people. You don't know how far ahead or behind in the process they are. So you have to respect the time put in and focus on your process. Then when you take small steps and you keep progressive overload, before you know it, you're probably doing three plates. And someone could look at you like, man, I want to do that too. But they have to respect the time and effort you put in to training your brain or your body to be at that level. So just have an understanding of patience. It's very simple. 18, develop tenacity. Having determination is definitely going to increase self-approval and drive. Being able to endure and stay locked in on your goals is vital for maintaining intrinsic motivation. All of the most successful individuals in any field have a deep determination that pushes them to maintain progress and continuously growing. So having that focus that no matter what comes my way, no matter if I make a mistake, if I have great success, it's never going to go to my head or my heart. I'm just going to stay focused with determination and have the tenacity to keep pushing through each challenge or obstacle. This is what makes people become great because every day, especially the days that you don't feel good, you don't want to go do that mindful work or that workout. Those are the days that really reveal your character and see are you meant to be aligned with what you're truly trying to achieve? Because if you can't do it on the days that it doesn't feel good, then you're going to have all the ease to do it on the days you feel good. And it won't align with the consistency it takes to actually create that perfect lifestyle or whatever you're trying to achieve. So just remember, you got to keep taking one step forward, no matter if it's cold out, if it's wet out, whatever the situation, just keep moving forward. Number 19, abandon labels and an image to an aspect. Let go of the ideas that people are just naturally gifted. You will not accomplish the bigger picture if you're not prepared for the work. Labeling yourself or others is judging a book by its cover, which could hinder or surprise you down the road. Everyone has their talents, but labels create separation of others, and we need more inclusiveness. It also creates a stigma of how people become who they are. So just remember, yes, people do have talents and people can be, say, a little bit naturally gifted in certain regards, but a lot of times they're putting in a lot of work and effort behind the scene. And as I kind of put it, the picture that most people have had of imagine an iceberg and you see the tip of it out of the water, but all what's underneath was all that failure and hard work and a lot of maybe setbacks, some success, but they're only seeing the tip of the iceberg. Just uh, stay away from labeling or putting a set image or identity to anyone or yourself because a lot of times, as I said, hard work beats talent when talent doesn't work hard. So no matter how naturally gifted someone is, if they don't have the right mindset or the work ethic, it's going to be squandered and they'll never reach their potential. So stay focused on just being authentic and you. Use the word yet. So when yet is a great way to remember the results are still to come. That's why we want to say yet. Having that mindset gives motivation to stick to the process and keep working hard to achieve the desired results. No matter what the feat is, 
Staying with a yet mentality will create optimism over pessimism. Staying hungry to be able to keep pushing just because you haven't ever reached there yet. When we use those words, and our language is very powerful, and that's why even when I start today, I say good rising. We want to use things that are putting us in a forward progression, in a forward movement. When we want to stay in one stagnant spot, we will say we can't, we haven't. But if you say yet, you just know you're moving there in that progression. That's just saying like I'm poor versus I'm broke. If you're poor, you're always going to stay poor. If you're broke, it's only right now in the present. But one day, you could reach yourself to becoming wealthy. You could move yourself to that rich lifestyle. But that is all a perspective. And using the right language is going to keep you on track for finding exactly how you need to get there, but just achieving everything you want to do. So be conscious of your language. 21, learn from other people's mistakes. It's not generally smart to contrast yourself with others, but rather understand that people share similar shortcomings. We're all human. We're living this experience together. There's going to be a lot of similarities. A lot of other people have went through similar challenges or roadblocks that can teach us how to approach our situation with a little more sense or rationality. Learning from others' mistakes is just a valuable way of making it work for yourself and accept things that might give you grief or agony. So you want to remove the ability to create hardships and unnecessary trials and tribulations. If someone around you has already done it, been there, and gives you the experience and the wisdom to say, hey, this is what I did. This is how it worked. This is what didn't work. Try this for yourself and see if this is a more productive and effective and efficient way to keep moving forward so you don't have to have as many setbacks. That only seems logical, right? Respect those who have gone through the process already and are willing to even share their shortcomings for the betterment of your journey. Some people don't want to be vulnerable. Some people don't want to say, I failed, I messed up. But having that ability to open up and help others is what's really going to keep us all one and help each other. And we all want to help each other. We should want to help each other. And learning from each other's mistakes gives each other as a human race, as our whole vibration, moving in a forward progression. And this is what's going to make us get better and better and why so many things are always improving because people are sharing their failures and then helping others succeed. And that is sharing and caring. 22, make a new goal for every goal accomplished. You'll never be finished learning since your challenge is never over, but doesn't mean you should quit being keen regarding a matter just because you got to that goal. Development-minded individuals realize how to continually make new objectives to keep themselves invigorated. Having a sense of direction is going to keep you on track and motivated. There is always something to learn and never feeling as if you truly arrived at that final destination. This will help you facilitate consistent growth. Learn some daily habits that you can set as a new goal for each day that will help your mental toughness and your overall mindset and mindfulness. So yeah, you have a goal, you reach it. Okay, what's the next goal? And you think about it, you have your micro goals, then you have your set of a macro goal, and then you can have your major goal. So one could be for today, one for the week, one for the month, one for the uh, fourth of the quarter of the month, and then you go to the year and you keep progressing. So one, it keeps you having your small wins, but then as well, it keeps you on track to have your bigger wins. And this is the way we goal set to make sure we are, you know, keeping ourselves on alignment with the journey and the path that we want to be taking.
23, take risks in the company of others. We need to quit attempting to hide any hint of failure constantly and just let yourself mess up sometimes. It will make it simpler to face challenges later on. Being comfortable in uncomfortable situations is essential to coming out of your shell. When peers or others are watching, you still need to be able to perform and give it your best effort. Be willing to fail in front of others because they will too. Many people will judge others without the confidence in themselves to actually do it. So don't worry about who's watching. The more comfortable you become, the better you'll respond to future pressured endeavors. And realistically, most people are so focused on the same aspect of, is someone watching me? Is someone doing this? It's very narcissistic and ego-driven. But taking the risk in front of others shows that you're willing to strive to be your best. And as well, when they see that humility and that vulnerability, they'll be willing to support and give you a little bit more of a boost at times that maybe you do mess up or make a mistake, which is what we're supposed to do to learn. But as well, vice versa, you can create bonds and networking and friendships that if you see them make a mistake, you pick them up. And this is about creating that healthy environment and having those friendships and connections that keep us in alignment with our deeper values and just keep us moving forward. Positively, we want to help others around us. And when they see us maybe make a mistake, they'll be there to be your best teammate as well. 24, think realistically about time and effort. It requires some investment to learn. It really does. Try not to hop onto this idea that a subject is all you know, able to be learned in one day. Set realistic goals that lead into a bigger picture. Overworking yourself will lead to setbacks and burnouts down the road. Pace your process. And understand it takes some time, lots of time, to achieve amazing feats. Plus, having realistic self-demands will create better mental strength and psyche for future success. Lay every brick as best as possible. And eventually, you'll have that amazing road to where you want to be. But if you rush it and deal with the consequences of it all crush, crumbling and you know cracking, then it's going to be actually a setback where you're going to have to go redo it all and actually take the time to lay every brick, brick sorry, as perfectly as you can. So take your time, know your limit, and play within it. Just think realistically, but that doesn't mean not to dream big. It just means be smart and logical and have the attention to the little details because the little details make the big picture. Imagine if you were working on a puzzle and you got a couple pieces left, but it was very hard to figure out, which I would hope it wouldn't be. But those little pieces are the key to the whole picture being complete. So just have some understanding to time and effort and respect that those things are a part of life. And that's what makes it so beautiful. 25, take responsibility for yourself. When you build up a development mentality, own it. Recognize yourself as somebody who has a development mindset and be pleased to allow it to manage you through all of your life. Whatever actions or mindset you choose, be responsible for those outcomes. Owning up to your actions and thoughts is crucial for strengthening our mind and self-belief. Pointing fingers anywhere else, remember, there's always three pointing back. So when we take responsibility for our thoughts, our words, and our actions, we become much more mature individuals, and we take that responsibility upon ourselves of why our life is the way it is. And when you can learn that, man, 
you realize how much opportunity you have to grow because you then are intrinsic. You're not looking at anyone outside for why your life is happening the way it is. And you can control what you can control, which is yourself. But as well, having the maturity to be responsible for your own actions. 26, affirmations. They are so important. I am, I will. Speak things into existence as if it's already happening. This is how we train our subconscious mind to be in alignment with our conscious mind. Speaking to yourself in terms of what you want to be with the sense of what you already are is very helpful in training that subconscious mind and our confidence to vibrate towards that energy. We manifest what we think, say, and do. The more we hear ourselves saying something, the more it will be engraved in the back of your head. And it will be constantly a push to achieve those desired results. The brain does not like reverse psychology. And it will function worse if we say not. Imagine I said, don't think about an elephant. What did everyone just think about? <laughs> so the brain has no idea how to flip a reverse statement. And this is why a lot of doctrines and other philosophies out there, they're saying, don't do this, don't do that. Well, you're just putting yourself more in alignment with those things that you actually don't want to be. So put the things in your head that you want to be, that you are, that you're focused towards, and you'll be training your brain to keep you in alignment with those things. And then you'll never have to be focused on, why is this thought popping in my head? Why did I just say those words? How did I just do that action? And I had no actual consciousness to why I did it. The affirmations are what keep us in alignment uh, with our higher selves and is something that every day is a mindfulness practice. Like I said, it takes daily effort. It takes daily consistency and discipline to do those affirmations. So it could be saying it. It could be writing it. It could be meditating about it. But focusing on putting those into practice is how you're going to manifest everything you want to create in your life. It's not hard. It's not about, you know, making a new spin to the wheel. It's just finding a way of how the things that are useful and helpful are tools that we can use every day and add to our toolbox. So those affirmations, talk to yourself and speak to others as if you already are living those things. And 27, look at everyone as an opportunity to learn and grow. We will come across so many people in our life and everyone's story will be different. Just like a new book that comes out, just because it's related to an already heard perspective or subject, that way that the author is going to describe it will be totally different from their perspective. No matter where you are or who it is, a child can teach you, an adult, an elderly can teach you, and vice versa all the way through. We need to see people around us as new books with completely different stories, no matter how similar they may be. And how one person describes something may not come across or received as well as another person's story. So respect everyone's journey and level up your process by changing your perception. Everyone has the unique ability in their own life of their own experiences. No one's lived the exact same life. There's very close similarities, but how you will explain it, how I will explain it is what makes us unique. And I have all the right to listen to every one of you give me your perspective because that's what makes me better every day. So if I watch a child pick something up, I can learn, man, we actually have such a beautiful brain at the age of one or two. Look how perfect that squat is. I can take that over to my client and say, hey, we actually have all this within us. Let's tap back into our inner child 
because it's something that we already know from when we're born. So we can just go with the flow of that. As well, we tend to think elderly folks, of course, have more experience so they can share wisdom. But that doesn't mean someone that's more youthful or younger can't have an enlightenment through their life that would be just as deep of a perspective. So have that respect to know that everyone you cross paths with can teach you something and can help you grow. Uh, And that's why I love everyone I have interactions with. And I hope any of you could reach out and we could jump in together and share because that's how we get better. And that's how we stay grounded and keep our humility and never let the ego get driven that we know it all or are going to be, you know, I'm older than you, so I'm wiser than you. I've met a lot of older folks that, you know, I've had conversations and I had to scratch my head and say, hmm, shouldn't this person know a little bit wiser of a decision or action that they just took? But that's not to judge. It's just saying that no matter who you come across, age or uh, gender, everyone can learn from everyone. So start growing and start learning now. A growth mindset opens us up to so many opportunities for careers, relationships, finances, and much more. But it all stems back to your mindset. Focusing on the little things creates the work of art that we are all trying to paint. And remaining open-minded will allow every person, place, or thing to be a learning opportunity for improvements in your lifestyle. Nothing great comes easy and nothing fast will ever last. So live like the tortoise and plan, prepare, and act with purpose and sense to ensure no time or energy is wasted in overstepping the process. Remember, when you were a kid and you had such open eyes to new things around you, imagine you never lost that gift. If it's not being overwhelmed by the daily nuances, but being appreciative of whomever or whatever crosses your path, everything tends to happen for a reason, either by karma or a butterfly effect of what we project into the universe. But how we control what we can control will completely change the outcomes of the opportunities we will receive. So I hope this could give you guys some more in-depth perspective from my side of you know what is a growth mindset and how we develop it. And if there's anything you'd like to know more about that, shoot some questions my way and I'll do my best to respond and make some more talks in the future about it. But that is wrapping us up for today. I I am so thankful for all who tuned in. And I'm just looking forward to learning and growing with everyone in this community. So I hope you all have a beautiful day. You stay focused on what you can control. And you just take one step at a time in a positive direction. Stay strong. Stay consistent. And stay healthy. Keep developing yourself. Love you guys. Take care.